Hey everyone, it's Siobhan and Sam, and we are here with everything in between. Thank you for joining us for another week. This week we have What Would You Do Health Edition, and my friend Erica Scott will be joining Samantha and I during our podcast this afternoon to fill us all in on what we can do to be healthy overall and during these times that we are confined to the home. So Erica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Siobhan and Sam, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yes, we're very excited to have you here. Um, So before we get started, um, just give us a little information about your background and how you got into health and fitness. So I am a certified personal trainer, health coach, and fitness nutrition specialist. I started in health and fitness primarily back in 2016, 2017. I uh, was a news producer and worked in television for a long time, and I decided that I wanted to make somewhat of a career change and go into health and fitness. I was really unhealthy at the time. I wasn't really sleeping. I worked very long hours, and I just thought of you know, what else could I do possibly that I Mm -hmm. still loved and knew that it would be something that I would be good at. I first got into health and fitness back in 2012 was when I first started when I actually had a personal trainer work with me and he helped me get in shape after college. I was really lazy and not doing anything pretty much after school um, besides just, you know, working, coming home, sitting on the couch and watching television. And I knew I wanted to get in shape, but I wasn't really sure how. So I actually linked up with a personal trainer at my church and he helped me get in shape and really structure my workouts and my eating. And from there, it was a wrap. I really loved fitness and I started to get in it professionally around 2017. Okay. So I have a question. Mm hmm. This is a question. I was just talking to my cousin about this. One of the things that she and I were talking about was her weight loss and and how she wants to lose weight rather. And she can't. She was like, oh, I just can't. And I told her, and it sounds like you had to make the same decision that, you know, you just have to make a decision that this is what you want to do. What was that catalyst for you that said, okay, no, seriously, hands down, I'm really going to make this life change, uh, this lifestyle change? For me, I just didn't feel healthy. And what I mean by that, my energy levels were very low. So at the time when I got the personal trainer, I was extremely lazy and I knew that there was more for me. I knew that I wanted to get in shape. I had a background in cheerleading and I was in the African dance team when I was in college. So I knew I had the potential to look better, feel better, um, but I really didn't know what to do kind of what you said, Sam, it really is a decision at the end of the day. It's not easy being in shape every, you know, single day or working out or eating, even choosing to eat healthy. It really is a decision that you make and your decision is to be committed for the long term. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. your cousin, I'm not really sure what she's doing. She might not be able to... Just like me. (laughs) Huh? I love you, dear, if you're listening. Nothing. She don't do anything. Just like talking about it. We just like to talk about it. You know. Oh, okay. Because if, 
<laughs> if she really wanted to lose weight, she would have to be, you know, at a calorie deficit and, you know, go from there, exercise regularly. But I won't go too deep in the weeds for that. Mm-hmm. But it really is a decision and a commitment. Even during this time of quarantine, you know, I know that I haven't worked out as much as I usually would, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but my decision yesterday was to start again and not to allow myself to get too off track which is awesome like I know for me like I am just starting to kind of get into the whole exercise thing like outside of the podcast I had joined one of um, Erica's like fitness group things and that kind of got me started back on to you know I'm gonna exercise and eat better but then at the end of last month, I was like, I'm going to do a health and fitness challenge because I really need to lose some weight. So I actually am switching my diet for this month for um, to be like vegan. So that has been interesting. And then I feel like I've been doing more to exercise um, since we've been home. I feel like there's more time to focus on exercising and Um, eating right and actually cooking the right things like I was just telling another friend earlier I have cooked and cleaned so many dishes this week I'm just like okay (laughs) I am all done with that because I'm not a cooker I'm definitely the person that's like oh we could just order something Um, so what would you advise people to do during this time to stay in shape or to try and get in shape I would definitely start with where you are. Sometimes it can be very intimidating. We look on Instagram, we look on social media, and we see all these crazy workouts that people might do, and we feel like we have to do that. And you really don't, especially now in a time of quarantine, you might be limited to, you know, any weights that you can buy, any resistance bands. So I would advise people to just start with their own body weight, meaning that you don't have to use any additional equipment besides possibly a mat that you may use, and look up very basic exercises like a squat, um, you know, lunges, crunches, leg, you know, extensions, things that you would be able to do at home that are pretty easily replicatable or (laughs) easy to replicate uh, that would be in a gym. And start with where you are start with the basics do you find so that that body weight yeah sure no i was was gonna say do you go ahead ahead. (laughs) i was gonna say do you find body weight exercises to be effective yes um when you talk about resistance training resistance training is even your own body weight so doing a pull-up doing a push-up oh that's out of my league (laughs) so but even push-ups People don't realize that that is resistance training using your own body weight. Mm -hmm. And push-ups are not easy. It's something that you have to work up to to get a good form for a push-up and being able to lift your body weight up. So let's say that you are, well, I'll use myself. I'm 100 and around 140 to 145. It's a lot to be able to lift myself up off the ground. And Mm -hmm. if you can't do a regular standard push-up at first, I would definitely start with, you know, a push-up that's more on your knees start with yeah. that get used to it and then as you get stronger you would then do a standard push-up so body yeah, weight exercises are 100 percent. yeah they're 100 percent effective and a great awesome. place to start because if you can't lift your own body weight you're going to have trouble once you start using weights okay so that's good to know we see 
in these like magazines when you're at the store grocery shopping and you're just waiting in line trying to not kill the person in front of you for (laughs) holding up the line we see in these magazines so-and-so lost 20 pounds in a day or in a month or you know um Miracle weight loss treatments. How did Adele lose all her? We're not going to say how Adele Adele had surgery. I'm pretty sure. But I'm just saying they have those things out there. Lose lose a bunch of weight really quick. What are your thoughts on that? If someone is losing 20 pounds in a month, I'm not going to say it's impossible. It definitely depends on the circumstance, but it's probably not the safest method. So on average people can lose one to two pounds a week. So even if you go a maximum of a month and the month has five uh, weeks in it, let's say it's a longer month, you can probably lose about 10 to 12 pounds safely in one month. And that's just going on an average. So you possibly could lose 20 pounds. I would just maybe question if it was done in a safe way or Mm -hmm. you know the person probably might be on like a vegan type of diet where the weight comes off quickly and then is able to be maintained Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's what i would say usually i wouldn't recommend i'm sorry (laughs) she said how much weight have i lost so i will be honest i did get on the scale (laughs) because i you know was concerned so a couple of things um i have lost five pounds in one week um i have not been hungry since i started eating like this but i've actually gone on to several like vegan like instagram pages to consult people that eat like this all the time because i'm eating right now like the best i've eaten in my life like this morning for breakfast i made like old school like steel cut oats that you have to like cook in the pot and add stuff with cashew milk and i had like chia seeds blueberries almost like all good stuff okay i'm full right i'm full so i just want you guys to know i'm not hungry i'm not starving myself mm-hmm. by any yeah, means you're hungry but i'm only getting 900 calories so i'm like of a course day? i'm gonna lose yeah exactly erica exactly so i've been reaching oh, no. out because i'm like this can't be healthy and the thing is i'm not hungry and i feel like i'm eating all the time like i have a food scale i'm measuring things so i've just been asking people like what can i do to get more calories because i feel like oh well yeah i could add some chicken and eggs and cheese and i could easily have at least 1200 calories i have myself set up to eat 1750 calories and i just have not reached that this week at all and that's all. why you're losing weight Shalana, 1000 a, a week or a day? no a day 1750 calories in order for me to safely lose two pounds a week that's how many calories i should be eating based on like all these like numbers right but mm-hmm. since eating this way i have not like the most calories i've gotten has been 900 calories and i'm like this can't be healthy i need help for somebody to say like what are you doing like i have like i said almonds i'm chopping and cutting like one of my meals i had literally seven servings of vegetables on my plate so it's not like i'm lacking food and i'm just like i'm so full i can't imagine eating more and some of the people the advice that they have been giving me is literally i have to eat more food but i'm not hungry and i'm just like are you freaking kidding me what like i don't know what to do i would for sure put a hamburger in it (laughs) it definitely (laughs) depends on what type 
<laughs> yeah, it definitely depends on what type of food you're eating for sure. So you might be eating all vegetables, which in in theory would think, you know, that would be okay. But you need the proper breakdowns of like proteins, fat and carbohydrates so that you would be able to sustain um, the amount of calories you need and be full at the same time so you know having all vegetables is not bad but are you able to get the right amount of protein that you need um also too maybe adding in some um plant-based protein shakes in it would be calorie dense and still have nutrients in them at the same time not that you have to you know only have protein shakes throughout the day but that could be a way to supplement some of your calories yeah in between because i just like i said i can't imagine eating something else um on top of yeah what type of foods are you having like could you describe maybe sure absolutely so like breakfast like i said i had the steel cut oatmeal half a cup of cashew milk um blueberries strawberries pecans and chia seeds um for lunch i've had um i made like a big bean salad the other day so it was like black beans corns red onions cilantro um all the different peppers what is it chickpeas and so you can eat a serving size of that and you're full um the other night i made broccoli brussels sprouts mushrooms peppers um, and sweet potato and avocado bowl. So again, all the good fats, all the proteins, and I'm full. It's just that it's like the end of the night and then I have not eaten all of the calories. And I'm like, I'm the type of person, like I like to eat. So if I'm saying that I'm full, like I'm really full because I'm never one to be shy about like, oh, I can't eat that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, cause honestly, aside from being like, okay, well let me have some salmon with this or let me have some grilled chicken. I don't know what else I could be putting to um, make the food like have more calories. And I was talking to my mom about it. And I was like, you know, the funny thing is I could eat a whole bunch of like McDonald's or not, I shouldn't say a whole bunch or like McDonald's or Taco Bell. Like, for example, Taco Bell was where I told her you eat three tacos at Taco Bell. It's like 2000 calories right there. But in a few hours, you're hungry again. You eat 400 calories of like fruits and vegetables and stuff and you're not hungry for a long time. So it's a weird way to balance it out. So I'm still figuring that out. Sounds like there's a lot. Well, also, too, I would say that fiber is in more of the fruits and vegetables than you would get in a Taco Bell. So fiber, fibrous foods fill you up more than like a Taco Bell would. Mm -hmm. So that could be why. But I feel like I would have to take a little bit more of a look into what you're eating and then be able to maybe advise you again i'm not a registered dietitian but Mm -hmm. i think i could maybe take a look and see you know where there could be some holes yeah absolutely because i'm like somebody used to answer me because this is not appropriate but then i follow this woman on instagram she's 62 gonna be 63 in a few weeks and she's like she's eating one meal a day and then she's just green juicing for the rest of the day and i'm like okay well she's probably gonna tell me 900 calories are fine and i'm like do you think we really need to eat more calories or is this just something that we're telling ourselves i'm like i don't i don't know there's so much conflicting food information out there i would agree with conflicting food information with what you're saying and i also think that you have to 
do what's right for your body. And what I mean by that, too, is not just what doctors may tell you, but what feels right. So I'm very much a component of, um, like, intuitive eating in a way. Like, I know for myself, if I ate 900 calories, I would be on the floor somewhere. But that's because I exercise a lot. So I really do need a lot of food. And when I feel like, you know, someone's so, someone eating 2,000 calories a day or 2,200 calories a day, that would be a lot for someone, but that would not be a lot for me because I'm also trying to put on muscle at the same time. So that's another... Erica, are you on a vegan diet too or... No. Um, I did attempt <laughs> and I'm going to say attempt because I didn't um, let it pan out for as long as I wanted to but a little bit before this quarantine time the whole month of March I said that I was going to be on a plant-based diet and then we got into this quarantine situation and I said hmm uh I'm going to eat the food that I have here currently at the yeah. house I did go to the produce store and, you know, try and stock up on things that I needed to. Um, However, I said, let me maybe this isn't the time to dive Mm -hmm. into that right now. So Mm -hmm. I kind of made some adjustments. I'm still attempting to eat as healthy as possible, but strictly plant-based or strictly vegan, no, not right now. Yeah. It's hard. Well, I shouldn't say that it's hard. Getting the calories is hard, but I thought that I was going to be like, eh, the food is bland. I want something else. And that really hasn't been the case, which was surprising for me. I just feel like I'm eating a lot of beans. That's the only complaint that I've had so far. I feel like a lot of vegan meals have either chickpeas or black beans in them. So what made you want to go this route, Siobhan? So actually, yeah. So actually I have um, some health issues. I think I had told you about offline. I haven't really shared yet um, with the podcast people. Sam knows, but I do have some health issues that I'm working on and I was scheduled for surgery, but my surgery got canceled due to COVID. And so they're like, you need to watch what you're eating. So I just figured, you know what? I'm home. I have the time. Like I had shared when I was in your class, I keep such crazy work hours that a lot of fast food is just what happens because it's like, okay, I'm driving home late. Let me just grab this, shove it in my face so I don't have to worry about it. Um, So I was like, I'm home. I have the time. Let me try this vegan diet because I feel like it will be healthy. And I've seen like all those documentaries, What the Hell, Forks Over mm-hmm. Knives. I watched this other documentary called Heal. And it just really seems that about pe- to take your Netflix, dude. Like, <laughs> She's been saying that like so much because I've been like, Sam, I watched oh this thing on gosh. Netflix. Uh, she is like watching all these boring documentaries. Like, she's not watching anything she can talk to me about because I'm like, snore. I don't want to hear about the, what did you just do the other day? The whole, the Kidsotic. Oh. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm not listening to this. And then you had a whole weekend of healing. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Like don't meditation. Talk to no, yeah, what I'm like, trying to do is like use this time. So I had told her like a self-help. I watched a Brene yeah. Brown video. I've got Tony Robbins on there because I feel like my job is so stressful. And again, I had shared this in our group and I talk about this a lot on the podcast. Um, and I just know that I'm always operating at a high level of like 
anxiousness and this has to get done. And I really like to know how things are going to play out and not knowing just it brings a certain level of frustration, stress and anxiety for me. So I was like, I have all this extra time. I'm going to try and be like super holistic and see if I can't heal my body and just see what goes from there. So I figured, hey, let me try it. And that's how I stumbled into all of this. I don't know if I'll stay vegan forever because I love me a good steak. (laughs) But if I could see some positive benefits, then yeah. Meanwhile, Sam is like, whatever. Siobhan, when you call me, you're over this. No, I feel like I have to say this every (laughs) week because, Erica, I just want to let you know, Sam exercises every day she's been exercising and working out for over a year she's lost a good amount of weight like she has some nice before and after pictures so don't let her fool you she does not like to give herself i'm not fooling anyone i'm being realistic like there's working out what i do and then there's working out what um erica does oh yeah i don't do that at all i don't do (laughs) you know what i mean like two totally different things i'm this is like fun time that's kind of not serious i mean that's wonderful though that you've made it fun oh. and not feel no like it's not short. fun at all i hate it i hate oh. it more than anything in the world <laughs> i do so why have i you really do committed to every single day because i want to live and i don't do it every day i only do it on the weekends because i don't want to mess my hair up during the week mm. so i only do it friday saturday and sunday and i do it for an hour and i just try to get a total body workout um on those days that's why i said it's just a, it's not like she's she's putting too much into it Siobhan's putting way too much into it I just want to mitigate breast cancer and they said if you work out 30 minutes on average a day then you can mitigate your uh, breast cancer and so I just do that I try to reach those goals and making sure I get enough steps in I mean I'm not trying to um I don't have these delusions of grandeur about myself that I can you know become this supermodel looking chick i'm okay with my body i want to just watch what i'm doing and watch you know just make sure i'm as healthy as i can be with my current lifestyle because i haven't made a decision to change so i support you and i support uh siobhan and all the health choices that you guys are that's why i'm silent because i'm like "Mm, i ain't got got nothing to say (laughs) i ain't got nothing to say i'm still over here eating hamburgers you know what I mean like just living it up and so I that's why I know I'm just kind of like silent because I don't want to discourage anyone but I also don't want to put it out there like I'm doing all the things because I am not doing all the things and I'm okay with not doing all the things right now because I know just like Siobhan and you had to make those personal decisions based on whatever catalyst it was for your lives to go that route I have yet to make those decisions I only made the bare minimum of a decision, which is to, you know, do the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday thing. And that's pretty much all I did. And that is okay. Um, that is completely fine. I think you brought up a really good point, Sam, because as I was saying earlier, we do look at people on social media, online, and magazines, and we believe that our workouts, our lifestyle has to be like that other person's and it really doesn't you have to do what works best for you and still even working out three times a week that's good people don't even get that much in. one of the things that i want to talk about that you brought up sam was you said that you work out less because you don't want to mess up your hair 
Let's kind of like talk about stuff. that a little bit. Um, I have Kunta Kinte hair, so it cannot get wet with sweat. And I sweat profusely when I work out. Like it's not a regular sweat. Like I look like I've been walking in the sun for hours. So I can't get my edges messed up. I Are still have to go to work. Yeah. Do you I have to go hair? to work. I straighten my hair. So once oh, it gets okay. out, it can't go back without a whole deal. So and I and I'm I have a professional professional job so i can't even play that game because i'm like no i don't know who i'm gonna see today and mm. i've been eating my stuff together so that's my own personal decision is <laughs> i've <laughs> i've decided my hair is more important than me working out every day <laughs> and so that's a decision that i made so that friday saturday and sunday because i don't really care how i look on the weekends i only care how i look when i go to work because i work in a very like I work next to the president so I can't you know really look like what did you do last night because I can't bring it back I can't bring it back it won't bounce back my hair my personal hair will not bounce back so after I work out it's it's a it's one and done I got naps packed to my scalp because my hair is sweated out from the you know and it's just nothing I could think of that is going to help me with that and I do still need to make money and and get promoted and I hate to say it but we all know when you go to work and you look like a mess ain't nobody going to want you to be there whatever whatever so yeah, it's a struggle that a lot of women of color go through. Um, I completely understand. I went natural a long time ago, <coughs> Excuse me. and I decided to cut all my hair off because of the gym. <laughs> not, not I'm saying. Hey, that, way to go! Yeah, That's I'm not important. saying that you have to or people have to cut their hair off because of sweat, but I have realized that it is way harder for mm-hmm. me personally to maintain my hair. Um, especially with straightening it or keeping a certain style when my hair is longer. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand what you're talking about. So I cut my hair off and I don't have to worry about that now. There you go. But some people have like, not to get onto hair, which is one of my favorite, one of my better topics. I can talk about hair more. I can talk about health. But <laughs> one of the things that I realized, is a lot of people do look nice with the short haircut like with the sh- i was just looking at i don't know who it was someone's page on facebook they had like a bunch of women with short hair and i'm like oh i wish my face was the right everything for a short hairstyle because <laughs> i totally would do that i would rock that out but i can't i just don't have the face for it you know the you shape try a wig first to see a wig, girl. A by, I am. I have never put a wig on. <laughs> I have never put a wig on in my life. I'm so afraid of those things because I'm like, girl, I one wrong move and that sucker gonna fall right off. And I'm there's like, a first time for everything, Sam. <laughs> I've been looking. I had so many wig commercials in my Facebook thing for from looking at one ad. I didn't know what to do with myself. They can I read your mind. Can. They know yeah. that you want it. <laughs> I want I do want to wait because I'm also very lazy but at the same time I'm just like no Sam don't be that lazy where you can't do your own hair but I would cut it off though if I could I would I really would so I commend you because I think it's a good move thank you I think about growing it back though at almost every other day because I look at styles and you know mm-hmm. I would be like put a wig on Oh, I'm so my next style, which I'm not even going to mention anymore because I've said that I've wanted this style for like a year and a half and still never got it. But um, I'm going to get some extensions, Mm -hmm. like some type of braids, I think Mm -hmm. is going to be my next style. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because that's helpful. Commit, yeah. Before I completely commit to growing it back out again fully, mm-hmm. I'm going to get mm-hmm. braids first. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was thinking of doing the same thing. with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Well, talk to your sister, Erica, because she has the connection with the braid girl. I really like the girl that did her dreads. Yeah, so. her hair looks awesome. Yes, it really does. So I was thinking about going there. Siobhan, but it's so interesting. Yes, I can. Listen, mm-hmm. I can. Don't well, you know what? That. Nobody's probably. She's probably going to be like, no. She's probably going to be like, I'm not no. going to do it because nobody your wants to do my hair. No. I'm going to well, say it's no. Everybody is going to say no. It's not, not for a long time. It's. um like full like she said you can take them out but most people are like no we're not gonna do your hair my hair the lady that does my hair just said she couldn't do my hair anymore because it was too much going on because it's gonna take forever yeah i'm like i don't even want to do my own hair so i can't get upset about that but i think like you both have said that's definitely a valid point for me i feel like going natural has been like okay whatever i can work out because i'm just gonna throw it in a bun but again i have different line of work than sam does like i wear my hair in a bun anyway for my own safety so my hair doesn't get pulled so it's if i sweat it out it's fine just like throw some gel make a cute bun and we're good to go Mm. but i think that is something in the community that is like a hindrance for black women from working out because either they're natural and they don't want to sweat their hair out or they have a perm and they don't want it to get frizzy so it's like hit or miss with yeah. that that's why i do friday saturday and sunday i try like i try on my weekends this is what i do so first i cry for most of the day <laughs> i do i hate it like i've never hated something and this is so bad y'all because the gym is i live in a what do you call these things luxury a complex so we, like yeah a luxury luxury complex. Complex. yeah so they have the gym and everything right here it's a it's a three minute walk so that's why i was like sam you cannot be this lazy and it is a nice gym it has everything so i cry all day and it's like the the sore spot of my whole day and i know some people are like why do you do it because you know you don't want health somewhat health and so then I go and and I and I you guys because I'm going to be the person who's just like, oh, I can relate to her more than probably you can relate to Siobhan doing a vegan, all vegan and Erica, who's already in it to win it. So I'm the one that is just like, mm, I don't know. But I started working out and it became a habit. And I think that's why I do it because I'm very OCD. Like if I write it in my if I write it in my calendar, if I put it down, if I say this is a part of my day, then it has now become a part of my day. And if I don't do it, I'm uncomfortable. So that's why I go to the gym is because I don't like being uncomfortable having tasks undone. So I go to the gym. First thing I do is I do weight training. So I do um, I do free weights the 22 sets of 10 reps on the the squats that you pull up and then i do the airplane the thing that you pull up yeah you go down and then With you the come on your back or dumbbell <laughs> no, no no free weight the uh i don't know is that a dumbbell when you put in your hand yes yes okay mm-hmm. see how yeah free this. weights dumbbells they're the same Okay, so then I do the dumbbell at 20 pounds in one arm, and I go down, and when I come up, I throw my arm up with it, and so I do two... That's what that sounds like. Like, so you're squatting, the the Mm -hmm. weight is in between your legs, then you pull it up over your head like you're pulling a shirt up off of your head, and then it's One arm at a time. One arm at a time. Yes, that's a snatch. So I do those, two sets of 10 with 20 pounds each arm. Mm -hmm. Then I do the... um, the airplane you know 
Where looks I don't like know that exercise. Uh, you put you put two. <laughs> I, I googled it. You put two. You get weight on both hands, and then you open your arms and you close them again. Open oh, I think that's called fly. Yes, or fly. It's an airplane. Oh well, the fly. Yeah, the fly. Oh, okay. Airplane is better. So anyway, and so then <laughs> I do that, and then I go on the um. Then I. And we have one of those things you can sit on and do weights. I put the back down and then I go and I do two more sets, don't three sets of 10 with putting my arm up and down while I'm bending over on that thing. What's that called? Okay. Up and one down arm at a time. So I'm bringing the arm up and then pulling and then I'm extending it fully. But I'm like, um, like you have a knee on, on the, the bench, bench right? Yeah. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen people do that, but I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Like you're leaned I over, like so you're one arm's on the bench, one leg's on the bench, one arm's on the uh one arm's the weight. hanging holding the weight and the other um leg is on the ground and you're pulling yes. up. That yeah. is a bent over dumbbell row. So I do those three sets of 10. Then I move from there to my legs and then I do three no two sets of 10 uh up and down what's that called extensions and curls yeah i do that so do 10 curls no two sets of 10 so 20 curls 20 extensions then i go to the other machine where it has the bar you know and you pull it down Uh, okay yeah and it's Mm -hmm. a cable and you like uh yes Uh uh-huh so I do three sets of 10 wide arm, three sets mm-hmm. of 10 the under Close arm. Close grip, uh-huh. Yeah. Then I sit down on that thing, and I do three more sets of 10. Uh, the, um, the part where it feels, it's, it's more of your hand. It looks like, a, like you're driving a car, like, like uh, a race car. You, dip you pull down. it to your body. Oh, the row machine. Oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. seated row. Yep, so I do three more sets of 10 on that then i do 25 minutes on the bike that's see a, that's a, a excellent workout that's yeah. a very see? good workout and i do now, that you do the Friday, same Saturday, thing Sunday. all the time is mm-hmm. that what you're saying i yeah but i increase the weights accordingly throughout okay. the week so if i do a friday saturday sunday friday i might start with 20 no i always do 20 i don't go over 20 with my arms but if i like my legs i'll start at 65 and by sunday i'm at 85 and my arms, when I do the mm, pull down thing, um, I'll start at 35, 45, 55 by Sunday. And then what do you do the next week? Same thing. Or four weeks later? Are you ever Same increasing thing. the weight? I do oh. every day. Because I, I take all that time off by the time I come. Because I don't. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I try to like walk around, you know, at lunch and stuff like that, but I don't do any weight training. So when I get back to it on Friday, I'm like sore as all get out on Saturday because I didn't do anything. So that's um. when I increase the weights every day. So Friday, so, I'll start off and it's go little by little up, up. Now, my question would be from like, let's say you, you've done this uh, at the beginning of March. And then by the end of March, you're still doing the same thing every single week or, you know, two months later. 
do you feel like you could increase the weight beyond what your heaviest is at 55 pounds or whatnot? Sometimes I get a little rambunctious and uh, go a little bit longer. Continue to get rambunctious because you're doing the same thing every single week. Your body can end up getting used to that same routine. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's going to plateau, which means that you won't, you know, see if you are trying to see some. I know you said that aesthetics aren't necessarily your thing, but if you were trying to, let's say not aesthetically, but you actually wanted to get stronger, you would Mm -hmm. have to increase the weight. That's would be my recommendation. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But I still think Sam. Right. And that's an excellent workout. Like, like I said, I'm not doing anything like that. Like I'm doing a video I saw on freaking YouTube. So that's awesome. But you had mentioned something, Erica, that's really interesting plateau. I feel like everyone hits it at some point. What would you recommend for someone to hit that last 10 pounds that they want to lose that they just feel like it's not budging? So one of the things, like if we use Sam's workout routine as an example, even if she changed the order of what she was doing, even if she did the same type of exercises, if she switched around the order of it, that would cause muscle confusion, which is good. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that would kind of like, I don't want to say trick your body, but Mm -hmm. in a way it can help break that plateau. Or let's Mm -hmm. say she did switch it up and she did, you know, resistance training or weight training on Friday. And then on Saturday, she decided to do cardio. And then Sunday, she did HIT training, which would be high intensity oh, interval training. That would be so another hard. way that she could break a plateau um, mm-hmm. or that people could break, break a plateau. So mm-hmm. um, I would say doing different exercises than you would be used to or even switching the order of the exercises that you do. That can help break a plateau. That's really awesome. Like, also, I've heard too, like, like with my situation, like people that eat too few calories, they have trouble losing weight, and it's like you can't go any lower because it becomes dangerous. So sometimes eating more food can help you break a plateau because your body's like, oh, I'm gonna get more food. Have you heard that before? So what it sounds like is that we all need fat, even if it is a you know small amount depending on your body. But we need fat to protect our cells and uh, we just need it. So what happens is if you are not eating enough, your body is going to try to hold on to the fat that it has. So then you Mm -hmm. won't be able to lose the last 10 pounds, for example, and your metabolism wouldn't be as efficient as it could be. So if you were to eat more of the right foods, you would be able to gain weight and then, you know, turn that muscle. I'm sorry, turn that possible fat into muscle um, or it, it's really basically you you have to have the right type of eating pattern the right type of foods combined with the exercise to really see the results but I would also say you know some you've heard this like 80 20 rule uh, mm-hmm. you know, working out is only 20 percent and 80 percent of it is your diet or the food that you're eating and that's true um, for sure meaning that Siobhan, for example, you're eating healthier foods than going to Wendy's and getting the burger. So naturally, you see that you have lost five pounds in one week because you were eating healthier foods and you were at a calorie deficit versus someone who would have 900 calories worth of burgers. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
So it sounds like what we've talked about, just to do a quick recap. Well, one of the things I know everybody wants, we've talked about how to lose that weight, that extra weight confusing your body, right? To get through that last plateau so that you can keep losing your pounds. Um, we talked about, I think we sort of talked about setting realistic goals because we talked about having that um, ideology of making first the decision and then after you make the decision, doing what's best for your body and, and like you just said, making sure you're balancing with both um, um, food and exercise. And we also talked about as regarding to setting realistic goals, how to, um, what was that? You said something really, really, I don't want to say profound, but it was kind of profound to me when you were talking about it. I mean, it wasn't so profound that I could remember while I'm trying as to As far as goal setting goes? No, you were, you were talking about, um, you and Ms. Siobhan were talking about her diet. Ah, I remember you were talking about that. You were saying the calorie intake in the ratio to how you work out, you know, so you need more calories because you're burning more throughout the day. So when you're setting your your calorie goal for the day to take in consideration what how active you are um, yes. as well. For sure, so how active you important. are and also what your goals are. If my goal is to put on muscle, I know that I need to eat at a calorie surplus because I'm not trying to lose weight versus mm -hmm. someone who would be trying to lose weight. One thing we didn't touch on that I'm sure everyone who's listening would want to know about two things, actually, is I'll take it in this order. What are your thoughts on the keto, which is big right now, and intermittent fasting, which is also big right now? So my good friend was on keto for a long time and she saw very good results. Um, she lost, you know, over 30 pounds in a decent time period safely I would say in in months not you know in one month or anything like that keto for me wouldn't work because I'm lactose intolerant so with keto you have to have a lot of cheese and things like that um and butter and so personally I'm not going to speak to the keto diet because it's not something that I would do but I've known for some people it, it has worked uh but what I say maintaining that over a long term as far as like if you're eating high levels of saturated fat and I would just you know keep an eye on your cholesterol levels right, and right. Um, your heart health and things like that so personally I wouldn't do the keto diet because it's not I cannot eat those type of foods mm -hmm. so I can't really speak too much on keto and intermittent fasting I also know people who have done it and it works um, I've done fasting per se when you not necessarily in an intermittent fasting type of style but whether it be like a religious fast or I'm just choosing not to eat it's good because your body is in a fasting state and it's burning calories and it's aiding in the assistance of your metabolism so Intermittent fasting does work for people as well. I just don't want to intermittent. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I know a lot of health coaches who have done it. And I think it's really about the, the key thing with intermittent fasting and just about your, your, the idea of intermittent fasting is you're sleeping and then you are taking extra time than a, a normal breakfast break 
to then consume calories or to consume food. No matter if you start eating at, you know, 8 a.m. or 12 p.m., I believe it really is about the type of foods that you eat in Mm -hmm. the morning Mm -hmm. or whenever Mm -hmm. you decide to have breakfast, a.k.a. breaking your fast. Mm -hmm. So I would just advise people to maybe not always have the pancakes and eggs and bacon. Have foods that are high energy (laughs) foods because that's what you need to start out your day. So if you're having like a, a protein shake full of berries and fruits and things like that, or for me, I used to work overnight. So eating, you know, dinner, quote unquote, at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. was nothing, 3 a.m. So, you know, me having a salad when I wake up is something that I would not think is strange, but that's also mm-hmm. very nutritious food mm-hmm. to start out your day with and would help you have energy after breaking a fast mm-hmm. versus, you know, uh, pancakes with bacon and eggs or, you know, a, hot, a high sugary, carb, dense filled um, meal. So that's also could be a reason why people are sluggish at two, three in the in the afternoon, because they've had such a calorie dense, rich carbohydrate or, you know, type of food that it's just going to naturally slow your body down versus maybe having another choice in the morning Mm -hmm. time. So I think it really is about what you eat. Okay, cool. So once Siobhan loses all this weight this month, how can she maintain (laughs) her weight loss? Definitely consistency. So Siobhan, this vegan diet, assuming that you end up getting the amount of calories that you need, you feel like you're eating enough, etc. I would definitely say stick with what you're doing. If you found a formula that you believe is working for you, stick with it. Don't go too much off the rails and add in some exercise to it. So this is, you're saying long term? I'm sorry? You're saying long term she should do that? So like, because she was doing vegan for a month. So are you suggesting that if this is what works for her, um, she should remain doing it? Is that what? Mm -hmm. And not just for weight loss, but also, Siobhan, how you feel. Physical. for health exactly um because right. that was something too that i had said and like even now like the weight loss like yes the doctor did say like miss you should lose some weight so i do actually need to lose weight like i can look at myself at this point and see like okay like i'm heavy and i was already trending in that losing weight space but that was not my primary concern like that's nice but i'm at a point in my life where it's like okay i have to have my health under control so i can be a healthy person and really just get my stress levels down And like I said, all these documentaries that I've been watching, everyone really has such wonderful benefits from this plant eating lifestyle. People feel wonderful. Their numbers look great. They're healthy. And like Sam said, cancer, you know, we don't want to get cancer. I have a high incidence of cancer running in my family. Like when you just sit down and you start to look at it, it's ridiculous. And if I know that I could reduce my chances of getting cancer over what, like, based on what I'm eating. I really want to give that a try. Like I said, I love food. I love to eat. And my favorite thing to eat is ice cream. But if this food is, like, killing me and making me sick, then I'm willing to try something else 
for it's a month you know if I, if I absolutely hate it and I don't like it I can always go back but in a month I might have awesome results I might sleep better feel better think better and then I'll have to be like listen it's worth it for me to stay on this mm-hmm. yeah and don't beat and yourself I- up if you fail I mean, not fail, but like you eat a burger next week, you know, I don't I think you should because sometimes we get so caught up in that, you know, that we forget we're humans and you just don't beat yourself up. Just get back on the boat. And uh, well, yeah, because I was thinking, honestly, that's absolutely right. And that's what I was thinking. Like I had posted in this other place and Sam, you had said to eat meat before, but somebody else came on and said, dude, just eat meat. <laughs> like stop trying to, you know, be worried about your calories. Just eat meat. I'm trying honestly, so hard to understand you. I am. That's what we said feel. anything like that in that's, like a, a couple days. That's like what we're used to you know we're like oh okay i could eat this much chicken um because chicken seems to be that chicken and salmon is what i cook the most um Mm -hmm. and i'm like that could easily add 200 300 calories to this meal and then i would be fine you know but it's just like eh. but you don't want to so don't but if if you eat a hamburger i'm saying (laughs) that's true But if meat is the ethical thing that's holding you back, then I would start with a possible protein. So, and this is what I will say. It's not an ethical thing for me. That's why, like, if if after, like, this month, I'm like, I want steak, I want ice cream, I feel like maybe I would eat that again because I don't feel, like, the strong ethical pull to it. So maybe I shouldn't even say vegan. I should say vegetarian because I have been learning going on the different sites and message boards. Like, veganism is, like, a lifestyle. Like, they don't do anything with leather. They don't eat honey. Like, nothing that comes from an animal. As far as, yeah, like a, a... a diet vegan when i say diet i mean the type of food not a diet but um a dietary vegan is no animal byproducts so that includes eggs and cheese where a vegetarian would include eggs and cheese exactly and so like i haven't had any eggs and cheese because it has crossed my mind that oh if i like had an egg all these awesome vegetables would be so slamming in my omelet but i'm like (laughs) i can't have it and that would give me the extra calories that i need and that has definitely um come across my mind but then also what i'm trying to do is i know that i also have a family history of diabetes and i don't want to be diabetic so i'm like okay let me try and like play with carbs i'm really just trying because we are home because we are home and I have the time to kind of play with these things I'm trying to see how I can make substitutions for things that I like to eat make them healthier and you know not to have too many carbs so it's it's a lot and like you guys both said I think it is important to give yourself grace and I'm definitely doing that mm-hmm. until and I find like the I right like mix the that I can do a shake time. idea that protein yes, shake idea I do is too. really good that Erica said I like that yeah find a good plant-based protein that doesn't have a lot of fillers in it you know has really good ingredients and you know do do good research that's what i would say do good research and even if you have to try a couple to not to find one where you don't feel like bloated after Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes protein shakes just do that with people it's more with whey protein which has dairy in it but if you're able to find a plant-based protein siobhan that does not make you feel bloated after that's also a win so you know what's Mm -hmm. funny i have plant-based protein on my counter downstairs right now i feel like it tastes like poison um (laughs) so i don't know if it's (laughs) i'm not sure if i'm not used to like the flavor because i used to do like 
um whey like protein that came in this black and red container Mm -hmm. that was fantastic but it's like what you said it's it's like the milk based yes (laughs) and it has whey protein so i don't want to do that so the vegan one looks good but it tastes like the first time i tried it i was like is my fruit bad like what's going on and i've deduced it down to it's the powder it's yeah and and some brands are just better than others it's like anything you just have to find a brand that you feel tastes good but also has some good um sources in it so as we wrap up because we're hitting that time i did want to ask a favor of erica so we talked a lot about um vegan diet that siobhan's on which is kind of costly it can be costly so if you ever have a free moment in the next week or so to write down maybe some very inexpensive healthy foods that you can suggest to people we would love to post that on our facebook page because i'm always trying to think you know globally like our listeners may not have however much money it costs to to drink almond milk i mean they may have what i have which is um the 218 dollar milk so that's one percent milk you know so i just want to make sure that we're crossing we're getting to all all facets of our listening um audience so that we can help everyone get on this healthy you know lifestyle that you and siobhan have jumped onto so if you have a moment you know something quick maybe 15 vegetables or 15 fruits or 15 something cheap you know that people can do and and put into their easily put into their grocery list and, and help them quite a bit that would be great. We would really appreciate it. Sure. Awesome. And I will give foods that are not just plant-based because everyone is not okay. plant-based. Right. Exactly. So just a little bit of variety. But I would also yeah. like to give Erica a moment to, she has some Instagram, Facebooks, do you have a yeah. website? Shoot all that stuff out there. Because folks, if you listen to her, she knew all of my gibberish on the things that I do for working out. <laughs> I don't even know them and I do them and she knew all the things and she's been very helpful to assisting uh, Siobhan in her veganism or whatever it is Siobhan's doing this month <laughs> and Siobhan's healthy journey yes um, yeah. that's better thank you I like that because we've done quite a bit in the last couple years we've done the water we've done everything so I we're just mm-hmm. doing things to to help be healthy so she knows this stuff so you guys listen to her try her out go to her instagram go to her facebook that she's going to tell us about really support her you know and how she's trying to you know do her part in making the world a healthier place so my instagram is erica scott fit so e-r-i-c-a s C-O-T-T-F-I-T, Erica Scott Fit. And my Facebook is just my first and last name, Erica Scott. But what I do have actually on Facebook, which Siobhan is a part of, is the Fit Queen Academy community. So within this community, that's where I offer challenges to people. Um, We do, you know, I post workout tips, meal suggestions and you know some mindset coaching along with that within that tightly knit community you can actually request to be a part of that community and i will accept you as well as if you just have questions pertaining to health and fitness and maybe how to get onto your own health and fitness journey you can email me at fitness with erica one at gmail.com 
all very easy things to remember. Her first and last name fit. First and last name at Facebook. Or first and last name at Facebook, right? Erica yes. Scott. Fa- yes. Okay. yes, Erica Scott. And her email and address. Erica Scott fit. Erica, Erica Scott.1. I mean, you can't really get this stuff wrong. So please, you guys, the fit- give her. My email is fitnesswitherica1. Fitnesswitherica1 at gmail.com okay thank you i don't even know our email address siobhan says it every week (laughs) yes i was telling sam about that so erica thank you so much for joining us um this was really informative we would love to have you back again in the future i'm sure people are interested in what you have to say so thank you so much for that and to our listeners as always thank you so much for joining in with us and we look forward to seeing you guys next week bye thanks Bye. Okay, you guys, don't hang up until your computer tells you to.